I'd be curious to know as well. So within, again, this idea of like all of the many hats, like how much, how much fun do you have or how much like music have you actually created yourself? Cause I know from talking with you, you know, you do have like a, you have experience with sort of like the engineering side of creating music and things like that. Like how much, how much actual song creation has been a part of your musical career? Forever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's been like, I didn't write my first song until I was like 12. Mm-hmm. And then I got into my process was I was going to make a thousand songs before I introduced myself as as an artist or a rapper. Mm, wow! So I was at home writing and recording. Okay. Engineering myself. Right. Like twelve, thirteen, and I hit my thousand songs, and then I was able to step out and say, "Okay, this is what I do." Wow! And then it became something that developed a little later. So towards the end of high school, when I really stepped in, then I was like, "All right, I got to start making like official projects." So like in terms of official albums and projects i have five bodies of work right that are available for consumption hey okay yeah (laughs) um yeah and they those actually like they sound amazing Mm -hmm. like i was people around me yeah man like it was like not only in terms of like you know your own your performance specifically in terms of just like you know flow and delivery and the actual lyrics that you're saying because you do a very good job of like you know your songs sound different. You're not just doing the same thing. It's not like your cadence is the same each song, each track or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you, you definitely mix it up. And a big part of that for sure is like the production in terms of how you like layer vocals and do like ad libs and stuff like that too. Um, so that's, yeah, that's pretty amazing. I was going to say like listening to your stuff, it's, uh, you, you obviously like do a very good job, but that's, man, that's crazy. So you did a thousand, a thousand songs and then you're like, now I'm going to start basically. That's wild. So then obviously you have a lot of experience just like, yeah, making that music. But would you say for yourself, you know, again, like from the performance more of like, um, let's say writing lyrics or performing, like doing the voice performance on a track. These days, do you prefer to create the music yourself or have the idea start with you? Or do you like it better when someone says like, yo, Jay, like check out this beat. I know you love it. You'll be able to work with this. Well, I just started writing again, so... There may be more music from Jake DeLarge mm-hmm. in the near future. Okay, I've taken a, a hiatus from that just so I can just grow as a person. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of how my process is, like I never wrote to music. I just wrote. Okay. So when I was around people who are making music, I could spot the song. I could hear the music. Mm-hmm. I could hear mm-hmm. it and know that this matches this piece that I've written this matches this uh, set of emotions Mm -hmm. that I've been creating out of this speaks to or reflects a a particular point in my life and then I could approach it from like the retrospect Mm. but I never wrote to music it's very rare that someone will be like hey I'm making this beat write something to it Mm -hmm. right it's always like I have the song written already that's cool though but but what's interesting is it's like and again this ties in with your the, the translator thing where like it's interesting how for you when you are creating those lyrics or whatever like you also it's not just the words but you kind of you sort of painted a bit of a picture with those words anyway so that when you hear that track that has those characteristics or that vibe or whatever you can say like yeah like that's that's what I've been looking for because it's not just about you 
you know, it's like it's not like anyone's just going to throw you a beat and you're like, yeah, all right, like, yeah, I just wrote something like that's fine. I'll just work with this. It's like, it, like you know, you think way more about the context around the like sort of how For those sure. words are going to land and like what they're going to be recorded over. So that's For sure. that's super cool, man. I really appreciate that you have that. Again, as I said earlier, you do a very good job of kind of keeping this. You see yourself within this sort of like bird's eye view perspective of whatever it is that you have going on, which is something I appreciate about you, you know, Thank you. and even that approach to like, you know, song creation and then recording those lyrics and things like that. It's like just like that as well. So, yeah. And, and that marriage is cool. Like we I love talking about like the creative process with people that are creative because everybody has such a different way of, mm-hmm. of sort of navigating through that and, and doing it. And I appreciate your perspective. Um, and how you kind of marry, like you, you, like you just kind of said that, you know, you can hear when the music is there, you know, that's right for what you've written. Right. So it's almost like a marriage of the two sort of pieces together, um, which is, which is a really interesting way to, to sort of do that. And, and that's really cool. Um, but if we fast forward a bit, uh, you know, again, you, you kind of had all this different experience and, and sort of building all these skills throughout your, your, um, time in music and, and, and doing different things. And now. I know you just like recently got involved in the publishing game and, yeah. and, and sort of like more in, in like, like the studio's long gone now. You're, you're in the business side of music. Like what, like why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, know, yeah. Like I, I was always uh, like averse to like having business conversations mm-hmm. and like talking about money. Mm-hmm. It was like a very like sensitive and like, traumatic area mm-hmm. and um just getting deeper and deeper into into music you can't avoid it so i got to a point where i was on radio and television independently so the business came to me mm. i couldn't really avoid it anymore so there were certain conversations i would still like sidestep and maybe pawn it off and let my producer mm-hmm handle that you know he's much more than my producer it's like my best friend shout out to free don frederico you know this is my best friend it's my producer it's my business partner you know i let him have those conversations because i know he's he's ready for that he's mm-hmm. built for that mm-hmm. off rip he wants to handle the business right away and then create because that's where he plays mm-hmm. right but for me i'm just trying to play the whole time so i couldn't avoid the business and eventually things started changing or at least I recognized that the change that was happening was like cyclical mm-hmm. and it was always on time every five years, the whole business going to change. I did a documentary uh, called The Sound of Life when I was in radio. And it was just about like the transition with society going from a place of like being able to just hear all the time to consistently and always having our ears covered Hmm. and listening and being in our own bubble of other things so now you can't hear the truck passing by Mm -hmm. you don't hear Mm -hmm. the random conversation behind you on the bus you don't hear shit unless you want to Hmm. so that came about just researching the the marriage of like tech and music Mm -hmm. and how we were going to go from the vinyl to the cassette to the cd to the mp3 to streaming so all of these things kind of bundled up together to where I was like, okay, the business, how's the business responding to all of this new shit? Because every three, four, five years, I can change the way I put out music, mm. right? I have a distributor in my pocket now. Mm. 
before you had to go with you had to be put out by a label mm-hmm. then it was like free mixtape sites and limewire and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the fallout fall yeah, from yeah. you know napster and yeah. All yeah, that. yeah yeah right so i just i couldn't avoid it anymore. right okay so then that was like sort of through this process and as time went on that's where more and more like you sort of started to get into that like pr- producer seat back yeah even like beyond producer just how does the business work how does mm-hmm. anybody get paid right. mm-hmm. you know i had a friend he played a, a very famous guitar riff and then was never credited for it and that situation like really opened my eyes to how easy it is for just simple business not to get handled right you know, mm-hmm. right he asked me one day like you know do you want to do you want to get rich or do you want to make a living like doing what you do and i'd never considered what it meant what those words meant make a living right you know, mm-hmm. what does it mean to make a living right it's, and it's not being rich it's not being like just absurdly wealthy mm-hmm. it's just being able to take care of everything that you right. take it's care like of getting paid yeah. for that guitar yeah. exactly that you gave yeah. to someone exactly. and like yeah and things right. like that yeah yeah so well it led to all that and i was wondering okay even to the point of the live shows that's where artists normally make all the money because the contract doesn't permit you to get paid unless you recoup mm-hmm it's so many little things and then there's like the publishing which is a whole nother thing that no one knows how to explain and i would love to explain it here Hmm. as best i can you know given the opportunity but i just had to ask these questions and ultimately i was like the thing that i i know i can do forever is right Mm -hmm. right you know i always looked at being an artist or being a rapper as like the nfl you know, you got three or four years mm, to really right, get it. Right. And if you do it right, then that grants you 10, mm-hmm. 20. Mm-hmm. You might not drop new shit that people love for the next mm-hmm. 10, 20, but you could at least come out and perform. You could hit these festivals. Mm-hmm. You could be a legacy act, but you have to get the first five years right. Right. And then it also, like, like you've, you've kind of outlined this whole conversation. It just gives you so much more opportunity within everything else in the industry, mm-hmm. not, not just being an artist, right? Even from the business side, like I'm curious to know now, um, again, where you have, um, you're able to work with so many different people. Like now you're able to kind of like take people under your wing, like from a business perspective as well. Is that something that you've kind of like navigated into quite yet? Or are you still just kind of like your brand is your only part of your business or are you taking on other acts type of thing? I haven't taken on any other acts in terms of like mentoring them mm-hmm, in business, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to put myself in a position to where as I could. Right, I could uh, take advantage of certain opportunities that aren't available to Jake DeLarge, the rapper, mm-hmm. right? But are totally available and probably more readily available to Jason Strong, right? Mm-hmm. The the business owner, right? Or the publisher, of course, or just of course. the person, right? Yeah. I think that also ties in too to even kind of what you said before, where you know fundamentally it's like it seems like you know yeah you didn't want to be that the focal point of the spotlight you know what i mean it's like and you you kind of got a taste of it and you sort of dipped your toes in it but like fundamentally i think for kind of who you are as a person you're like i, I you know i didn't want that so that this also kind of makes sense that you know again you your process through all of this is one which includes learning these like 
small nuts and bolts of the actual business side of things and like how it is that someone can make a living and like learning about that side of thing in the publications and or the publishing rather and things like that so yeah um that all that all makes sense and it's and it's it's a very interesting now you and i have spoken about this before so there's there's quite a lot of details that we've gone over because you have quite an extensive amount of like different experiences in the industry and stuff like that but it is really really cool especially for me knowing that but even just as this conversation has alluded to the fact that you have really experienced so much of these different i was gonna say nuances but they're much bigger than a nuances these different um sects or factions of the music industry and that it's all like it's not like it's different hats that you wear but they're all pieces of the one hat that you wear you know what i mean yeah yeah having to yeah i gotta get to a point to realize that it's that you know, mm. and not all these different things because it can get overwhelming. Like, I never had a manager. Right. Right. I managed myself. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? As the rapper, I don't see the ability to compartmentalize that. Mm-hmm. It's just, this is what I do. I figure out the shows. I'm the person mm-hmm. making the artwork. I make the song. I'll write the treatment for the video. I'll find the director. And then that eventually turned into me directing. So mm-hmm. I was like, Fuck it, I'll just do that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it always happens. Like, oh, we gotta, we gotta register this with SoCan. Mm. Okay, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's playing on the radio. What does it mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all these things happen. You're on a playlist. What does it mean? What yeah. does it mean? What does it mean? That's yeah. right. Well, that's like so important too, right? Because just for sustainability of of anybody in this industry, it's it's knowing a bit about the business stuff, knowing how to Big sign time. up with SoCan, knowing how to you know, when that royalty check comes through the mail, you know, like those types of things. And like that process is like, no one tells you anything about that. Like it's no. this, it's this very like hush hush thing when you first get into music because it's like, but it's also so important, yeah. you know, it's yeah. not sexy. That's no, it's a lot of paperwork. It's like, it <laughs> yeah. makes me think of actually one time seeing this, this video online of like, it was like a snapshot of some audio engineer or producer or something. So like, this is what people think. And it's like this dude in the studio and he's like, lights are flashing. <laughs> and you know, there's like people dancing around and everyone's just like grooving. It's like, this is actually what it is. And it's him just going through different like kick drum hits yeah. and just going like hitting a sound and going like, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> and then doing another one. like, that sounds good. And then doing it, you know what it was like? That's and like, really that's what actually it what it is. And yeah. it's just like, you know, people have that idea that, you know, and it's like it's kind of like the football player analogy thing kind of works too because it's like people sort of think that that like you know the star quarterback is like the be all end all. It's like when you think about it, there's like hundreds of dudes like on the field playing for that team. There's these entire organization. There's the arena full of people. There's the people that work at the arena and stuff like that. And it's just like really that like focal point of all of that is just a drop in the bucket. There's actually everything else around it that is like fundamentally sort of the reason why everything is there in the first place so again it makes sense that you kind of work your way back to 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 that point right and that you know for yourself um and again coming back to understanding that concept of like well it's not about like chasing that crazy fat paycheck or whatever but it's about like well how do i how do i make a living right how do i how do i learn how to do this how do i learn how to properly make a living because What's your classic line? Like, cool doesn't feed the kids? Yeah, can't yeah. feed kids with cool. Can't feed kids with cool. That's it. That's like case in point right there. You know what I mean? Like, as cool as you want to, man. But Yeah. It's like your Instagram video of you playing guitar in the studio might look dope, but if you're not getting paid for it, then, you know. 
Yeah. That's tricky. That was like when we met, the first thing I said when you told me what you did, I was like, oh, you figured it out. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we're still figuring it out, actually. Yeah. But yeah. Well, one um, day at a time. Appreciate that, though. Yeah. But it's like different ways to. And yeah, it's funny to think about, you know, for us to be able to have music in, in our lives. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, we created a business where we sort of provide various different types of programming and things like that it's not like we're the ones that are actually just creating music outright for ourselves and that's how we like mm-hmm. you know it can make a dollar but um anyway but uh well i i would be curious to know jay like what's what's next like what do you want to do next like you've had you've had so many interesting experiences just in, a real easy one for in, you it's like, all part of the industry but like <laughs> as you as you're getting more and more um I don't know if stability is the right word, but just like, uh, you know, footing within the industry. Like, where do you want to, where do you want to take it next? Where do you, where do you see yourself going? Honestly, my main goal is just to be me. Mm. You know, right. I just want to be me and hopefully I can teach the things that I was taught mm-hmm. and maybe I can inspire someone, maybe inform someone, mm-hmm. maybe motivate someone and yeah, just continue to be me and and just fulfill the purpose, mm. you know, whatever it is. I'm not really going to be here to to see the aha, like, oh, that was right. the reason for everything. Yeah, I did, right. yeah. But at least let me, like, do my part, live up to my role. Mm-hmm. Man, I appreciate that for sure. Absolutely. And and even within the context of, of that sports analogy, John was just saying, like, you know, that quarterback, those linemen, the fans, the coaches, they all exist because everyone else is there. Without any one of those aspects, none of that would even be a thing. Nobody mm-hmm. would care, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing for music, like especially within the collaborative piece where there's so many different people, you know, making this thing be the thing that it is. And it's so yeah. cool. Right. So I, I appreciate you said you saying that, because I think when it comes to art and creativity and, and sharing skills and all of those things, it just it needs to come from such a genuine place. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it's 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 fabricated and, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a commodity. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's, you can't do that with with art Mm -mm. and you can't do it with like just genuine expression yeah you you have to it has to be real or else it's not special Mm -hmm. right has to be real just like you know we got those nice background sirens as we're recording this is a a real thing it's happening real time right now you know in the city we're in the city somebody needs help yeah what's really going on um yeah that's that was nice i thought i'd acknowledge that but um okay so here's one maybe maybe we can send it off on Mm -hmm. this one but one thing that we always like to ask because it's super cool to hear what you know what's going on with people in terms of music. Like, so what music are you listening to right now, man? Like, obviously you you know, you've got all kinds of experience working in the industry, creating your own music, working with different artists who create their own music and things like that. But like, what what music does Jason Strawn listen to? What have you been listening to lately? Um, I'm listening to uh, Burna Boy. Oh yeah, that album uh, Love Domini. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful, beautiful yeah. music. We were talking about like the vibration of music. Mm-hmm. Just vibrates higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on a place where it's it's a little more uh, challenging for me to listen to certain things. Even right. though like I love hardcore gangster rap, but like sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, you just want to shoot a hundred motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but there's a time and a place for that. You know, yeah, absolutely. Person. Yeah, so, a lot of Burner Boy, uh, Action Bronson's mm-hmm. uh, Coco Drio Turbo nuts off the wall shit mm. uh what else am i listening to what's something what's something that you're listening to right now that like would surprise someone that knows you and i might even throw in the term kind of guilty pleasure 
guilty pleasure. <laughs> Which actually is, isn't that the name of the track that you did with Z? Yeah, that yeah, is, that right. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. The songs you did. That was. I think that's the last song that uh, that I'm on that's been released. Released, right? And that actually came out like fairly recently too. Yeah. Which actually, and and really quickly, I was gonna say that that to me is an example of um, why I like how I would applaud your ability to sort of um do different vocal performances because mm. i feel like in that song you're it fits the mood of the song very well it's like really like kind of chill and kind of laid back but when you compare that to like some of the other jake delarge stuff it's like night yeah, and day you know totally which is day. which is amazing and a, a testament to you so anyway nice little shout out to Listen, go stream guilty pleasure yeah 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 <laughs> right now. um to the shout out to the letter z to femi but um right. anyway so what what would you what would you say is something maybe that like you know, people wouldn't expect you to listen to that. Maybe you kind of got in the rotation right now. I don't know if people wouldn't be expecting it, but you know what I've been bumping like ridiculously. It's a, it's three songs just like back to back to back. Maybe four of them, but it's in this order. It's like "Kiss from a Rose." Oh yeah. Um, Here is it. Hero, the song from the Spider-Man soundtrack. Yeah, Michael Bolton. No, no, no. It's. Uh, I think it's Chad from, from Nickelback. Oh, okay. yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. It's the Spider-Man uh, hero. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. right. That's my Not shit. Gonna dun, Eight bars. Right. Eight bars. And it's right. perfect. Right, mm-hmm. right. Love that song. Human Nature. It's, it's Human Nature. Mm-hmm. So. And um, that song by Tattoo, All the Things She Said. Mm. Mm. I don't know if I... Uh, I think she said, run it through my head, run it through Oh, my of head. course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right. That's it. That's been um, my, my list for a while. When oh. I'm not listening to Burn a Boy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> or when you're not quickly jumping back into some like hardcore gangster rap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I'm not listening to Pusha T, which is right. like his album, uh, It's Almost Dry, a masterpiece. Mm. It makes you want to rap. Right. Like, I always judge albums, like rap albums by that measure. Like, doesn't make you want to rap. Mm, that's interesting, actually. Yeah. Because that's a, that's a certain kind of category where it's like, it resonates a little, maybe not necessarily deeply, more deeper, but like, there's a certain point in your brain where it resonates, where mm. like, it like tickles mm. that bone where you're like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I gotta that. find something. Yeah. Also, yeah. well, let me just flip back to like "Kiss from a Rose." Speaking of vocal layers, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. dude, that that yeah. song is incredible. And I, I that's a song where I can remember actually, like years ago, we happened to be um, drinking a beer in a bar that played music videos, mm. and we were we were hanging with a couple friends and just like you know, just just hanging, just like. All of a sudden, this video came on, and it was Seal Kiss from a Rose, and it just hit me. And it had been a minute since I'd listened to it. And that night, I went home and threw on these mm-hmm, headphones, like mm-hmm. proper headphones, and listened to it, and like just floored. Like that that song. The it's, bana- ch- it's bananas. Oh, the the mm-hmm. first off, like the vocal performance, but like yeah. the the chord changes, the mm-hmm. melody, mm-hmm. the melody changes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the like rise it's and fall of oh. the song. Like it gets this huge point, yeah. and then like the way that mm-hmm. it. Yes, yeah. it resolves itself and um, is like mm. totally, and it's like five minutes of yeah. just giving her. It's yeah, a, it's a journey. Yeah, it's a journey. Yeah. It's yeah. Five minutes, Imagine man. that's that's how Seal describes it. Yeah, I just went in there. And I was just fucking giving her five minutes of it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Is, 
That's great, man. That is great. So I don't even know what he's talking about. No. no. <laughs> but, but it sounds great. <laughs> yeah, but did you know that when it snows? I, un- I understand, I, uh, but yeah. I don't know what he's talking yeah. about. No. I just understand. No, I, I, I agree. Like, I actually don't even really know what the words are. Except for baby, yeah. but like for me, it's just I just follow that melody, and I'm and then I picture like the the even the music behind it is quite sparse. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like even even the song itself, it's just like holy smokes! Like there's just so much to appreciate about it, and and but at the end of the day, it's just like you can also just be like, man, this is a banger. Like that's mm-hmm. it, that's it, mm-hmm. that's it, that's all. You know, mm-hmm. it's one. Yeah. It just makes me think, like man, you know, I don't know any other Seal songs, but the thing he did he did it one time mm-hmm. and it's timeless mm-hmm. yeah it works forever and ever and ever and ever mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to do anything else. no no it's like i would love to be able to be a part of that kind of a project oh. like that yeah. yeah yeah like a lasting piece that, yeah. that like, that's like a legacy piece right yeah. there that's like you yeah. know that and i mean yeah i that's what's next. That's what I'm okay. Right, right, next, right. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. Your version of Kiss by a Rose. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll look forward for to that, yeah. man. Yeah. Hey. Whether it's Jason Strunner or Jake yeah. DeLarge, man, I can't wait. We're coming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know, on that note, Jay, is there anything anything you want to plug? Any projects you're you're upcoming? Anything people should you know stay um, tuned for or look out for? Go listen to Jay Soul too much. The video's out now as well. Mm-hmm. Go listen to. The Heartbreak Kid album mm. by J Soul, an yeah. incredible piece. That's my guy. We've been uh, thugging for a while, just mm-hmm. making it happen. Uh, he's he's my De Niro, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Right. But yeah. Um, yeah, what else is what else is out there? I can't even say, man. That's well, like that's, the freshest thing. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, and, yeah. And we we appreciate that, and and we appreciate you taking some time and chatting with us and sharing some stories, man. It was. Uh, it was great to get some insight into your creative process, into some of the things that you're doing, and and uh, you know, best of luck moving forward. And yeah, this was this was a blast. Yeah, and 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 best of luck chasing down that legacy track, legacy piece. So you know, <laughs> trying to. Yeah, I need to yeah. do a part two, man. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, we'll check in with you in a little bit and see uh, right. see what's happening. We check in with you. You're like, turns out I was uh, I've been sued by Seal. <laughs> so remember we were singing those voice melodies. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that on a podcast apparently. So yeah. we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. Out of fear of that, with uh, I did an album called DLRG. It's, it's one of my more final pieces before right. my retirement, quote unquote retirement. Is that the one with the like um, the car? The eight bit. Yeah, eight bit. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that's about like the game, like the rap mm, game, right? So. Mm-hmm. And there's like these. I don't even want to give myself away, but fuck. There's these sound bites in it if you listen to the mm-hmm. album that are very recognizable. And I'm like, man, if I could get sued, but if I do, that means it yeah. it went far enough. That means yeah, someone's yeah. listening. <laughs> yeah. so, someone yeah. who like yeah. cared enough yeah. generated so, that lawsuit. Just yeah. rolled the dice on that. Right, 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 right. That's a funny thing. Um, hi, uh, Jason Strawn. Yeah. Uh, you're being sued by uh, such and such publication company. You'd be like, oh my god, I made it. Yeah, I made it. <laughs> That's yeah. the legacy piece. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking screwed. But in the meantime, yeah, yeah. They're gonna, yeah. it's gonna cost more money to sue me than they're gonna get. Yeah, true, true. That's true. my defense. Right, right. <laughs> That's what makes me. All right, bankrupt. It's, yep. it's sound See defense. Yeah, yeah, nice. All right, man. Well, thanks again. Really appreciate you coming to hang and and, and chatting it up, man. Uh, it's been great uh, and nice to hear uh, a little bit more of the ins and outs of. Of who uh, who Jason Strawn is and who Jake DeLarge is for sure. Yeah, thank you. This is time. Yeah, yeah, thank you.